Danielle Jenkins, what's happening? Um, I just finished a protein ball. Did you eat lunch today before we started? No, it's not even lunchtime here. I, oh, think I forget about the time difference. Yeah, I didn't have a protein ball with your oats, chia seeds, flax seeds, chocolate protein powder, and peanut butter, right? Good memory. Yes. If anybody wants the recipe, there it is. Protein balls. Well, today we are not talking about protein balls. We are talking <laughs> about four ways to keep employees motivated. I think that motivation, morale, and all of those things are important things. So let's jump into it. You've got four tips to keep employees motivated. Yes. And one thing I want to address before I say these four tips, there are so many ways to increase morale, company culture, motivation. And after thinking of this topic, I could have probably given you 104 tips, but I wanted to keep it short and sweet. So I'm giving everybody four tips that I felt that were most important and the easiest to do. Um, and we can maybe get into this on another episode, a longer one, but I wanted to to keep it short and sweet. So number one, um, meetings. And I know everybody's thinking, no, our employees hate meetings. My next step to this is not too many meetings. Um, keeping employees updated on development, goals, targets, growth, focus, whatever is important to you to share with your team, um, that what their hard work is contributing to, um, I think is super important. It keeps them excited. It, they know that their work is contributing to something and that they know they're not just guessing. Um, like, for example, we do a meeting every Monday morning and we kind of start it super amped up, energetic music. We start it. Welcome, you know, to this week. This is what we're working on this week. As a reminder, these are our company goals. Um, do you, anybody need help with anything? These are things that we're reviewing, things like that. It gives people a little bit of an amp up. And that's the only meeting we do in a week. We never do daily meetings, end of day meetings, uh, every three day meetings. We do. One meeting to produce motivation, amp up energy, um, and to share those development, growth, goals, focuses with our staff. Um, so that's my number one uh, tip. Number two, one-on-one -on -one praise and feedback. Um, this does not have to be in a meeting. This can be a phone call. This can be a quick email. Um, it sounds so minor to send a quick sentence email, but it really does help. Our management send these emails to all of our teams. So if they get an email from one of our clients that says, oh, such and such did such a great job today, it sounds so minor. And you're like, oh, why do I need to tell that? They probably know that. Send it off. We always do. We send it an email. Hey, just so you know, your client yesterday was so happy. This is what they said. Way to go. Keep up the great work. Again, it seems so minor to business owners, managers, CEOs of a business because it's such a minute thing. However, to that employee working hard, putting in that um, effort and that time and that energy for your business, you want to create that uh, environment and that excitement. And basically, so they know that their hard work is being appreciated and, and people notice it. Um, do you have anything to say before I step into number three, Brandon? Well, you're on such a, such a roll. The <laughs> I think that I think for me the one thing I'll share a quick story. I was on the phone with one of the people who worked for our security company, and there was another person with me. And I had said to this person at the end of the day, I was like, "Hey, good job. That was that was a hard thing you had to deal with today. You did a good job." And the guy said he was very thankful. And the, when I hung up, 
the guy on the phone said, he's like, do you talk to your people like that all the time? And I was like, I talked to him. How? He's, he said, well, a lot of people don't tell people they do a good job. And I, I said, well, maybe that's your experience and that's sort of sad. But I think my point is, is you just have to tell people they do a good job. It, it's not always when they do a good job. And if they don't do a good job, sometimes you say, hey, you know, you did a good job handling something that was tough. I, I think that you have to, people just want to feel, feel appreciated. And I don't think this just is in business, Danielle. I think this is in daily life that if you can just say, hey, good job. Thanks a lot. It Sure. They, people want money. They want benefits. They want more benefits. They want other things. <laughs> but I think what they really want is just the human one core human thing that we all want to feel appreciated and then that what we're doing is actually having an impact. And I think mm-hmm. that is what you have to regularly communicate. You don't want to overly communicate it depending on the culture of your company, meaning you don't want it to feel like you're faking it. Right. It genuinely has to be a part of your culture that you do that. And I'm I'm not always saying say a good job if you don't do a good job. I'm just saying when someone does do that, at least acknowledge it into what you said earlier, which is it may not seem like a big thing, but it can be a big thing to someone. It really, really does. Um, Even down to like performance reviews, you know, that is another meeting obviously, but we keep our performance reviews short and sweet and we keep it a basic checklist. We don't go into like extreme things because performance reviews for us, um, number one is when we're, when they come over that three month probation mark. So we keep it short, sweet, and we tell them you're killing it at this. You're not killing it at this, but we make sure that we give them that praise, um, with those performance reviews, uh, and anything we always do when it's, when it's needed. So I think that's really helpful and keeping them motivated because at the end of the day, really, a lot of employees, they really don't want to be at work. And it's just one of those things like <laughs> they don't want to be at work. They'd rather be home. And when they feel like they're contributing to something and that you as the owner or the CEO or your manager, whatever or however your company is structured, I think it's very important um, for their uppers to be appreciative and share that with them, um, even in just a short thank you email uh, way to go. So that's my number two. Um, number three, development. Um, and I've talked about this before on the show about different aspects of this, but development can be such a different thing for so many people. But my main point here is basically your employees, most of them, you may get a couple that are going to come to you, but some of them or majority of them won't. They're not going to come to you to say, Hey, I've been thinking about wanting to develop into this position or do this or do this. You need to take that initiative. If you see a strength in them and you want them to be a manager or a team lead or whatever it may be, or, or transfer them to another position, talk to them about it, see how they feel about it. Some people may not want that extra responsibility or change, but the people that do or know that, Hey, I see these management qualities in you in eight months. I would love to be able to give this, your, this, give you this position. Is this something you want? And they're going to get excited. They're going to get motivated. And we're going to say, this is what we have to do to get you to that point. Let's go. Again, is that motivation? It's something to know that they can work towards. I've had people work for us who 
come in. I tell them about the development opportunities we have. They're not interested. Six months in, they're like, you know what? I would really like to venture into this. Is this something that we can have a meeting about? And again, they're motivated. They're excited. They're like, yes, we're moving. Um, that's something that I have found that people love about our company is the development and that we work one-on-one with people towards their goals um, within the company. And they love that. Um, do you have anything to add to that, Brandon, development? I think it's just the transparency of the path to get to the next place. And everybody wants to understand exactly what they need to do to get there. I think people want to be developed for sure. And I agree with you that you need to, you need to say, Hey, here's where you are today. Here's where you can be in a year, two years, three years, four years. And here's the milestones you have to hit. And if you can lay that out for someone just that simple, Mm-hmm. then it will keep them for the most part motivated as long as you are appreciating them and you have all these other things that we've talked about that support them. So I think being transparent and clear, if there's ambiguity in how someone gets to the next level and they feel like it's not based on real metrics per se, but, oh, does someone like me? then you're going to have a soul-crushing environment and you're probably not going to have a very good workforce. I love that point. It's very true. And and being completely honest, I've experienced that. I have had one of my employees come to me and ask me if the reason one of my managers were promoted to a manager was because we were close. And I was very honest with that employee and said, we were not close. We didn't know each other before the company. They came in. They've been a great employee. We've built a great relationship, not personal, just business. Um, and they've earned it. They've done the milestones. They've done the work to get to that point. They've become a valued asset to this company. And you can be there too. So again, that transparency, um, because some people are going to think that they're going to think that it's about who you know, or, um, you know, how nice that person is. Like for me, I keep all of that under the table. And it's like, if you perform well and you hit your milestones, you're going to get this. Um, so I love that point that you made there. And my fourth and final tip is, um, our employee appreciation days. Those have been, one of the best things that I could have done uh, within my company. And again, we've talked about this and the importance of them. But again, we talk about this when we're bringing on a new employee or even our employees in general. We have a great company culture and there's going to be screw-ups regardless. It is what it is. Nobody can be perfect. However, our company knows that I go big. I celebrate our staff. I am big on appreciation. I'm big on celebrating them and us as a company as a whole. So I always do employee appreciation days. And when I first started the business, they were small. They were just a quick like lunch together, um, which is still something nice that not many of them do on a regular basis or that we don't do as a company on a regular basis. Now, yes, we go big. Obviously, our company has grown. We have the revenue to be able to do that. But from day one, everybody has always appreciated our employee appreciation days. And I feel like one extra thing that we have done when we talk about our employee appreciation days, um, we give them an extra target. 
So for example, last year, everybody knew we were going to have um, our employee appreciation day. We gave them an extra target of going 90 days with zero complaints, zero issues, zero lates, zero absences. And then we took it from that regular employee appreciation day to the next level. We gave them extra incentives. We gave them extra perks. And that really did help um, with the motivation. But just like what? Like what? What type of of extra perks? So we ended up going to a a big, like a rooftop pool um, venue down in Toronto last year. We took a limo. We did that. I ended up getting like the DJ was there was an extra perk. We ended up having food and um, alcohol. Obviously, that was a whole other thing. We can get into that at company events with alcohol and the things you have to do for that. Um, But we ended up adding that extra stuff. So lunch, food, um, gifts, presents, things like that could be an extra perk. It all depends on what your company loves really what your people love what you know about them um and those were just little things that that added that extra incentive was that during a work day it was a work day and Did we paid them paid? yeah and we pay them for the day as well yeah i think that's a great perk yeah so employee appreciation days are incredible and they can be as big or as small um it is going to cost you money it is one of those things but in the end it's a big it's a big payout I have found anyways. Love it. Yeah. Do you do employee appreciate? So I guess it's a little different. We call them like team, team outings. Most of our companies are remote. Like File Finder is completely remote. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the difference between for anybody who may just be listening for the first time, Danielle runs a service business in a cleaning business and I run a tech company. And they're very different cultures where your people really are required to be on site at someone's job site. Mm -hmm. And our company is people just need to be at their computer. So there's something different in the setup. Having said that, when we do have, well, I should say this, file finders new. We just hired our first employee on Tuesday. Not... (laughs) They started. So for listeners, we're small. My other companies have been bigger. And when they were bigger, we would get together every quarter, every two quarters, tried to in person. And they were we didn't call them employee appreciation day. We call it like team team event. So we would uh, we did all sorts of stuff. We've taken tours of the hiking tours of the city in San Francisco. We uh, have gone to places like Año Nuevo, which is here in Northern California, where it's a National Geographic site where all the sea lions mate. It's like you're within five feet of a 3,000 pound sea lion. I mean, uh, we've gone, I don't know what else we've done. We went went to professional go-kart racing uh, time. It's really just a a team event, which I think you can do whether you have a service company or not. Mm -hmm. Ours are just very focused and we have always um, coordinated them that we also have a team uh, offsite, so to speak, where we're trying to work in person on something. And then I've rented a, a house that overlooks the, uh, I for a long time rented a house that overlooked the ocean in Pacifica here in Northern California. So it's sort of epic views. And then you can go hiking on the trails in there. So we've done that sort of stuff. And I would say that it absolutely shows that you appreciate people and it also drives morale. 
Mm-hmm. Um, human, there, there's even in today's day and age, and you and I have been recording since the day we met podcasts uh, remotely with one another. And even as good as the shows are, there'll be a totally different dynamic when we're in person. And mm-hmm. I just think that human energy can't be replaced. So if you can try to pull that together, I encourage it. I think what you do is really great and I'm sure people love it. And I, I like the idea of setting goals for people like, hey, if we can do X amount of revenue when you were talking for file finder, it's like, hey, if we could get to this milestone by June, we're all going to go to Vancouver and do a three-day whatever. It's it's almost like they do in big sales organizations and mm-hmm. big companies where everybody goes to Hawaii if you sell XYZ. So um, but I do think it helps. And I do think that at the end of the day, people get to know one another and that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and employee motivation is important. Um, and I also want to have like a little disclaimer here, guys. I do all these things and more within my company. And you're still going to have some employees that don't care about these things. They just show up, they do their job and they go home and they really don't give a shit about any of this. It is just different personality types. You'll never have a 100% team um, that wants to be a part of everything. Um, I've had people that turn down wanting to come to the employee appreciation days because they'd rather just have the paid day off, paid day off, and stay at home. And that's fine with me. I'm not going to push anybody to come out of their comfort zone um, that works uh, for me. But I just wanted to give a little disclaimer here, guys. If you guys are implementing these, don't expect miracles. You, it will help, but it won't be perfect. Yeah, and you can make rules around it and say, hey, this isn't a paid day off. This is a work day that we are doing X. Mm -hmm. So, but you are right. You're not going to keep everybody happy all the time. And there's always some people don't like those things. And, you know, I I mean, water slides are interesting, but (laughs) I'm going to the water slide thing, but I might come for the food and the DJ. So can you summarize the four ways to keep employees motivated for us? All right. Number one, meetings, a motivational meeting once a week. I recommend uh, only one meeting. Number two, one-on-one praise and feedback. Number three, um, personal development within the company. And number four, employee appreciation days. It's a great summary. If you're listening and you have any tips, drop us a line. We have all of our contact information in the show notes. Danielle, thanks a lot. We'll see you. We'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) Bye, everyone.